turned out to be completely unreliable assholes. Hey, Tim. Hi, Ryan. And hello, everyone. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Dismembering Horror. I'm Ryan. I am Tim. And today we are going to talk about The Cured. The Cured 2017. There's so much chaos after the outbreak. It's two years before we could begin to re-enter the city. We started to hear a rumor of a cure. How long were you infected? Four years. You're having any violent impulses? No. Your sister-in-law has agreed to take you in. Smile, Killian. Are you one of the cured? Yeah. Will you be sick again? What happened to Luke? Get separated. You're right to lie. They're all the same and they know the truth. <laughs> we need to look out for each other out here, okay? Sometimes I feel it. Screaming to get out. How could you take one in? Um, do you want to check in on what we're doing here? What this podcast is? Because I feel like yeah. it's been a yeah. handful of episodes and we haven't really talked about it for a bit. Yeah, so, you know, we're here to talk about horror films because, you know, not everybody has somebody to talk to about horror yeah, films. Yeah, we're hoping you treat this as uh, we're your horror friend. We're yeah. Your, we're your horror, mo- horror film friends. That's right. We're just old, old Ryan and Tim, and we're and we're there's this is a we're there's no spoiler warning. Yeah, Either you saw the movie or you didn't. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm of the mindset, Tim, and I know people are people are very different on this, but I'm of the mindset of to to know anything, to even know someone's opinion, does change my viewing experience totally. Therefore, that spoils it. Yeah, in that sense. Um, yeah, so like I'll, a... I'll generally watch like maybe one trailer of something that I'm, especially something I'm excited to see Yeah, and then be like, okay, I'm not watching well, see, any more even trailers. Even that for me, it's like then. I know you're, you're pretty hardcore. Well, yeah, the because then I'm watching, I don't, I don't, I won't necessarily avoid them or there's nothing really I'm too excited about these days where I'll have to like avoid them. <laughs> nothing. But <laughs> it's like. If I if I'm sitting there and a part from the trailer hasn't happened yet, then I'm just going, okay, I'm waiting for this to happen. I'm waiting. I know for this I to hate happen. that, and that's part that, and it's also part just I love the I do love a well done teaser trailer, something sure. that captures the mood and the interest. And that's not what we're here to talk about. But point being, yeah, no, but that's fair. <laughs> this I mean, is spoilers in the typical sense. This yeah, is, the whole thing is this is filled with it. This is our just once in a while checkup in case you happen to be tuning in for a first time mm. with this episode. Welcome. Yeah. But really, we just break apart. We have a format we follow where we give a summary of the film. And then just to sort of keep it um, keep it segmented, we talk about first things that worked for us. Um, you know, not we don't want to say things that were bad or good outright because people, you know, have different enjoyment level or people like different things so we say what worked for us what didn't work for us or things that worked for us things that didn't work for us yeah and then things of note yeah anything that wouldn't fit neither of those but we thought were noteworthy to talk about yeah yeah um, yeah. yeah anything yeah. else you want to add stuff. my computer won't 
turn on. You don't need it. We're just here but talking to, to each other. But I need it because I need Oh, it. your notes. My notes are on it. I can't. But it's happening. Uh, that's weird. Okay, well, I'll try to give a summary in the meantime. Oh, yeah. Your turn to do a summary. Do (laughs) it. I'm so bad at them, so that's why I always like, Tim does it. I'll score you. Okay. So, The Cured in a world, (laughs) specifically Ireland, where where, uh, a zombie, I'm just going to say a zombie outbreak occurred. Yeah. Uh, they were able to find 75, per- they were able to cure 75% of those infected. Right. While the remaining 25% were not. Does so that, this does is that in infer the, that everybody was infected at no, one point? No, I don't think so. Okay. Because that's the whole, because what it's really about is the people who were never infected, who are the, the normies, who um, are looking with reticence That's right. upon the the once infected, which they right. refer to as the cured. And Correct. We are coming into the story with um with a guy whose name was Senin. Senin. Mm-hmm. And he's he's a cured. Right. <laughs> and he um he he's one of the few people or the, so he's one of the people you're, who... You're doing great. Okay, thanks. <laughs> who get reintegrated back into society hesitantly by those who are in charge of that sort of thing. They're very right. they're very hesitant to let anyone back in. And he joins up with his friends... No, no, his brother's uh, you know, wife, his right. brother's passed away, and she was willing to take him in. Which is a big deal. Yeah, because not everyone trusts these people. Yeah. And um, she's a journalist, in case that matters. I don't think it does. So that was all one sentence. That's how I do. Oh, is that the end of the (laughs) sentence? Full stop. So that's the summary. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's pretty good, right? Right. He comes in with his buddy, who's Mm -hmm. also a cured. We learn more about him. His buddy's name is Connor. And really, I look at the summary. This is why it always kind of almost throws me off that we're like hoping and expecting you've watched it, but then start with a summary. But really, the summary, I mean, yeah, it is for if you haven't seen it, you know, some sort of context. Also, it's just sort of like, okay, well, what what is this film? What's the takeaway? Yeah, I mean, it's almost like what's the what what's the setup and what's the plot like what did we how did we interpret exactly exactly what's our interpretation of it you know somebody else might watch this and be like there's what that's not what i got from there's so much more going on or whatever that's fine but like broad strokes yes that's what this movie is you're getting into um and then also so next our rating system we go mm. from buy it being the highest to rent it you know you'd pay money to see it theaters right. maybe to just stream it to avoid it and out of those four <laughs> tim what would you give 2017's the cured um i'm i'm full of noise over here i'm just like rustly and running into things and i think that is sort of representative of how I felt about this movie. Um, I, I guess stream it. Like, I, I I wasn't that into it. It's got problems. I agree, and it's weird to think that I would say stream it for Insidious 4, but <laughs> avoid this film. I know, but that I is kind of harsh. All I was thinking about during this film was, like, where we were going to eat afterwards. <laughs> right. I, I, I'm sorry. I think there was... We'll get into this. You know, we start out the things that worked. Yeah. But 
usually like in the bad horror films, like what you know, the last last week's The Ritual. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it, but there were the horror elements, which made me say, right. Right. "Okay, cool, stream it." This one, I'm just gonna say, avoid it. It just watch 28 days later or 28 weeks yeah, later. Totally. That's I just kept wishing I was watching those movies during this movie, or anything else. <laughs> okay, that's a little too much. But yeah, but any it's... other zombie movie ever made? Yeah, I still haven't seen. You know what? We could watch Maggie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh yeah, I haven't watched that either. I would watch that because of Arnold. I love Arnold. Yeah, um... you know Arnold was like my action hero go-to you know how like like as a kid everybody has their like bruce willis jackie chan yeah whoever it is exactly well let's watch him get in a situation where he has a zombie daughter maybe i'm cool with that next times okay uh that's on the docket should we talk about what did work for us sure let's give it a go Crickets. No. Yeah. <laughs> they're well, f- speaking of crickets. Funny enough. <laughs> that there, that's the thing of note. No. Uh, funny yeah, enough, right. for not liking the film, I did like the premise of just what would happen if zombies returned with their memories. Yeah. that the, There are good concepts happening in this movie. Mm-hmm. It's not devoid of, of, you know, potential, but... Yeah, so the, yeah, would... the 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 fact that once you're cured as a zombie, the revelation that you you weren't just some mindless thing, you, you've retained you you remember all of it. Yeah, that was That's a... an awesome idea. Right, that was an interesting idea that was like you are giving in to an urge or like you literally don't have control of yourself. Um, well, and on a broad sort of social scale, that's like a really big thing that people, you know, something that people argue about all the time, right? Like, if you do something bad, are you responsible? So, like, for example, let's say you got drunk and you ran somebody over, but you are blackout drunk. Like, you're responsible for that, but but you weren't you when you did it. Right, and so, so how does society view you in that? In this particular yeah, case, that, they still think you're an <laughs> asshole. But you know, like I think there are this. It, it, it's a it's an interesting concept and an interesting social question of like, if you aren't in control of yourself and something goes wrong, who's to blame, and should you feel guilt or responsibility for it? Right. It's so hard not to just slip into what didn't work so <laughs> oh yeah because i don't really know what else no, but, to say about it without okay i i mean i can i have a couple of things that that i could say that i thought well, I, I meant just coming off of that specific oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what that, oh we could, that was we could dive down go. into that sure we'll get to it okay great um yeah i only had a few actually just specifically a few other things being nice that did work for me <laughs> uh, jesus <laughs> god I, I hate being such a bad guy what, do, you, you want, do you want me to say one? Sure. Okay. I love it when you're a bad guy because you're such a pleasant human. <laughs> the sound, <laughs> I thought, was this was a good example of if Insidious 4 was an example and all those movies that are like Insidious 4 are a, 
a good example of when it's done poorly as far as like just using loud sounds. Right. This was a good example of loud, scary sounds. Yeah. Like the breathing at the beginning. Absolutely. Super. Maybe it was just sort of the, the nature of being seeing it in the theater. But True. The breathing, um, the the sudden, intense, like zombie just pounds on doors. Yep. That was effective. There were quite a lot of those, yeah. And the sudden yells. Everything really... I mean, this is sound design. I wondered about the theater itself because I've never been to that theater and like what the sound normally is mm-hmm. in, in that theater. Um, but man, it was sharp. Like the sound was in this movie at least was really, really, it felt, God, I don't even know how do you, how do you describe like crisp and sharp and, and like clean. It was visceral. And, yeah. I mean, it was in, te- it was really well done. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to, Bank on this is sound design. It wasn't just the theater having a good yeah, mix. Yeah, no, absolutely. But it was a uh, the new art is a landmark theater, so they have the money to, to yeah. upgrade it and all that. Totally, which I'm sure they did. Um, how, what, what did you, so what far, you you're you're like f- right on with my list of of things. Should, should that I keep work. going then to see if we're yeah yeah keep going? Four, I want to see or whatever. All right, the um the ending, you know, when the, the zombie breakout stuff finally happened, the specifically the kid in peril moments within that oh. I thought were, were yeah, worked okay. for me as far as just the stakes of, Oh no, there's a kid sure. who's vulnerable and the dynamic of the, the main guy. Oh yeah. I should mention. So if you were cured, then the zombies don't attack you because they smell or whatever that you were once them. Right. Which is cool. So he's, it's a sort of variation on a thing we've seen before, but yeah, yeah, it's cool. So I did. Yeah. I just like specifically, I thought that was like a good, Oh, the kids in peril. That's a little intense situation. And, and to add on that, something I kind of liked was this notion that the zombies, like if you were bitten, whoever bit you, I don't know if it was this specific, but it seemed like whoever bit you, you had this sort of like psychic connection with forevermore. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that's a cool idea. And it at times was working. Yeah. So this movie had a lot of ideas. <laughs> <laughs> this is a big, this is the ideas thing is a big part of my what didn't work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We'll get there. Um, lastly, this was my favorite thing about it. Absolutely favorite thing was the various ephemera used as world building. The PSAs that were posters. Oh, yeah, yeah. The things around that made up the world of, yeah, like, if you have this out. virus, do-do-do. Yeah. Watch out, da-da-da. Like, all that looked, it, it looked, it felt real to me. Yeah, there was one that was good that was something about, like, if you feel sick and you're a kid, it's okay. Yeah. Um, but you need to get help or something. Just production like design <laughs> director just to yeah. that it was, it was great. Uh, totally bought it, and it was fun. And it was fun seeing that as a, a world building device. Really worked for me. I liked that a lot. Yeah, my, my you you pretty much covered my things that worked. I had one extra one. Oh, okay. Um. Well, I mean, I guess I have a couple. I mean, they're sort of maybe these are obvious or or like you've seen it you you know these things um i i, I thought the performances were good mm-hmm. like i thought people showed up and did their job and 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 like yeah they were good the, i with, agree with, without, i wanted to put that but i kept feeling without, awkward for what they were acting in accordance to 
Agreed. So I, that's why I didn't end so, up putting it. Yeah. So maybe we'll come back around to that. Yeah. Um, they did a, a great job for... With what they had yeah. to do, to work with. Mm-hmm. I Yes, I totally agree. Um, so... I, oh man, is this a thing that worked or a thing of no? I think it's a thing that worked, um, on the surface at least. This or the story, I think, is sort of an allegory to like the the IRA, Irish Republic Army, sort of Protestant Catholic like eighties clashing. At at the very least, there's very strong undertones i think i don't know that history super well but because it's a movie set in ireland with mostly irish actors and i think the director is an irish dude he is um i think that they were leaning on that as sort of a subtextual theme thing and at times i was like yeah i get i get where you're going and, I, and I'm, I'm cool with it um for the most part Let's go on to our next segment. <laughs> All right. Things that did not work for us. It's not ready yet. Seems to work okay. No, something important's missing. What did not work? <laughs> Continuing on what I just said, <laughs> the surface of things and ideas and concepts and themes and whatever worked and then there was nothing else and maybe this is this is i think exactly what you're talking about and this sounds just so harsh but I wrote, things that didn't work for me the movie and I wrote, <laughs> but more specifically no, it's true what, what i it's meant so by true. that yeah you know what i mean but yeah was so what i meant was that there was there was at never any point did i feel like i had a movie to latch on to absolutely it felt like it was this weird effect of i wasn't actually watching a movie like I think there are a few reasons for this. Yeah. One is is what we just said, right? This this sort of the themes and the story and the concepts and 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 the the writing are so kind of on the surface. They're not there's they're not explored in in any real depth. And then also technical things were hurting its ability to feel like a movie. Like the editing is super disjointed to me. Hmm. I don't know if you felt that. I, but like, I realized from, from I think like it was, moment to yeah. moment and sort of like the flow and rhythm of things. I think that was, was the editing, just not again, like, like us watching it, not having a movie to latch onto. There was right. no. So does that mean that there was no it's line a result, that we felt that way as a result of the editing, or that the edit? Uh, well, like, or, try to if you could like. If you were to try to explain to me the whole, like the whole plot, the plotting, like what right. happened scene to scene, it would be so difficult. <sighs> yeah, because it would you'd be. kind of just be like, "Well, this happened, mess. and then that happened." So and I think the, this does this fall under this fall under. The, have you seen the Trey Parker and Matt Stone little like? There's a them giving like a, I don't know, a course in in screenwriting or something like that, and they kind of yeah. make this point of saying, you know, if you say, if you have a lot of between scenes like and then this happened you're in trouble you what you want is buts and the and or therefores so like this happened but then this happened 
or this happened, therefore this happened. And that keeps the story kind of cohesive and moving along and you and you can follow as an audience. But when it's just and then this happened and then this happened yeah. and then this happened. It was like the main it's like, who gives a conflict shit? that was arising if there was one was that it w- was the guy who is the wannabe politician mm-hmm. who is who who led all the zombies out at the end sort of sort of when he was he was working his way up to that. So he was like a resistance, like there was right. a resistance of the cured. Yes. But that was just kind of happening too. It was right. never I think if you grew up in Ireland in the eighties, that storyline would have much bigger implications and impact on you. Mm-hmm. Because of the po- politics of that time. But since we didn't, we're like we're looking for something to grab onto mm-hmm. and that but even with that it would have just been like even if you could immediately relate to that then i think that would just be sort of more you're relating to the feel of like the people in those rooms yeah. you know sort of talking amongst themselves true, yeah. it, it you would still need actual story in order to to you know latch on to right it. well and i think the you know what there's there's basically there's basically four stories in this movie. There's what you just mentioned, that sort of political side of it. The cured, uh, resistance of the cured. Right. There's Sinan Sin, and Connor, who's the leader of the resistance, their relationship. The rivalry. Their really, right. Yeah, their friendship into rivalry. Right. And then there's Sinan and Ellen Page and the 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 secret mm-hmm. that Senin ate his brother who was Ellen Page's husband. Right. And he's keeping that secret from her. And then did I say there were four? So there are three. No, there's one more. Oh, what? At least oh, oh, oh the of... doctor one. The yes. doctor angle. Yes. The doctor and and her the sort of The doctor who's so close to finding an actual cure for right. the last 25%. Right. Yeah, exactly. So those are your four storylines, but at no point did I feel like I was really getting into either the mind or the emotion of any of those particular stories or the reason for their plight? Yeah. The 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 only one that really has that I guess is sent in and in Ellen Page's The Secret. Yeah, that but has even a that clear is... revelation moment. Right. <laughs> but mm, yeah, it just like I I thin. thought it, there was going to be something more to it. I thought it was so heavy handed, like with the military bad guy mm-hmm. who's like, yeah, that were at first if it, it felt like that sort of wannabe 28 days later, you know, having done it before and better yeah. of like, oh, it's these the military, you know, the men in charge are the real bad guys here. Right. But even that it was like, I'm like, all right, we've seen this before. This is going to be a thing. But then it didn't even end up being anything. I know that it, it was like. But then it was. It doesn't make it that it wasn't heavy-handed when it was there, though. That's the thing. <laughs> it was. That was kind of the same thing. Like, it was an and then moment that 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 military guy came back around, mm-hmm. and you were just suddenly in that scene, right? And it was like, oh, Ellen Page decides to trust him and tell him something because of this, <laughs> and it was just kind of right. like, okay, okay. Oh man, it's so true. Um. It lost me pretty, pretty much from the get go. The main thing that made me just, you know, not hold on to the movie at all. The beginning was just the the conceit of 
people not trusting the cured as if they were at fault for what they had done. Like with mm-hmm. the father who's like, um, uh, I saw what you did to, you know, my wife, your mother. Right. Like as if he was literally to blame. But And maybe, maybe well, right. But I think it's so clear and, that and, and, and they were diseased if, and eating people. Like, that's just it, There was right? no question. So I was like, if, okay, well, then that's fine if we have a society that's just afraid that they're going to, that the outbreak's going to come back within them mm-hmm. and that they're still a threat even outside of their control somehow, which was also there. But I wish yeah. it was just that because it was muddled by this thing I couldn't buy at all of just this, like people assigning blame as if they are evil monsters when clearly the, but that but they, they use weren't. but that's the problem they use that idea as the crux of the film yeah but because the, yeah. because that's that's the way that connor gets senin to come back around because his whole thesis or or whatever is that you don't know like they're all the same once they know the truth mm-hmm. they all are going to hate you that's the that's like the the main point that gets them you know to, into the third act and yeah, just it just doesn't feel quite <laughs> and then and yeah. then <laughs> yeah um yeah it was like that could have been fine as far as the not buying those conceits if that was some sort of clear comedic satire because this is still satire sure. but it was done you know very this is a very serious tone yeah, yeah to it that's true um so it just didn't even work in that sense of like oh yeah but why don't you just buy into that aspect of it I'm like, no the whole movie was as if this is absolutely real and happening um, if it can i don't know i'm trying to think of how you construct that to to kind of pay off better but it just doesn't it's it was used too much to me as a like a way to get to the to the it's like hmm, how do yeah, I explain all this? The, it's, the, it's, it's a way to get to to the next scene. Yeah, the protesting and all that had caused it. The state of Ireland, it felt like it was all just forcing to get there, and the, it again being that conceit of people not trusting. The once, yeah. the once infected. It feels a little, um, what's the word? Like, r- not retconned, but sort of um, uh, 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 reverse engineered. Like they had, they had a sort of structure of what they wanted this movie to be, and then they were like, "But we don't really have a story, and we don't really have a theme, so let's just stick one in in the two places that it needs to be in the structure to make these things work because Blake Snyder said so in Save the Cat. Mm-hmm. Or just because <laughs> they were ideas that they right. liked that they <laughs> tried to force in somehow. Yeah. Um, we're being real mean. We're not mean people. <laughs> well, at least you're not. I mean, everyone's everything. <laughs> it's just... Isn't that uh, the truth? <laughs> it's just, what do we... What, 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 uh, what serves us better? And I think that's... Being a good person. It's true. What serves me best is trashing movies on a podcast. <laughs> well, I'm glad. It makes me feel then so you're good. in the right seat. It's <laughs> the uh, only what, reason I wanted to do this. What's something else you have that's um, not work for you? So most of the things that, like, we've pretty much covered all of the things that didn't work for me, except for I have some specifics. Mm. There are <laughs> maybe 
fuck, I don't know, seven or eight times when a zombie flies in from off screen. I noticed that, yeah. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> after the first one or two, you kind of go, yeah, that's fine. I get it. That that, that happened and good, like, cool. To 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 good effect. The, I'm standing just here, and then all of a sudden, bloop, right. from off screen. But it happened a third time, and then a fourth time, and then a fifth time, and six times, seven. And I was like, guys, look, you care. These characters live in a world where there are fucking zombies, and they're fast zombies. They're 28 days later, fast zombies. You have peripheral vision, and you live in a world with zombies. No fucking way are you going to fall for that. No, but they're really fast. They're so... No, not... It's impossible. But they only see whatever we're looking at. (laughs) Well, fuck. That's annoying. (laughs) I... um, It just... It kills me, man. It's too... It's like overkill. Yeah. Literally. (laughs) Oh. It pissed me off when the la- like the second to last one happened with the doctor. I was like, "Fuck you!" Yeah, it's almost comical. And I I absolutely noticed it by time three or four. Yeah, stop like, it. Okay, and that's what I was already just so over the movie. I was like, "Yep, all right." Ugh. Um, okay. What else do you have? Anything? The, um, <laughs> what was the the bad guy's name? The political Connor. Connor. How his whole like mo was uh you know you know in releasing the zombies again which didn't actually quite make sense how that would help him as far as just sort of in being emblematic of zombie rights maybe i guess but well just, and and maybe this sort of thing that he can kind of mind control them i don't i do not i did not because get he stopped he went from being basically a, a character like a, an actual yeah. human character with like human traits and like maybe an interesting backstory to just a like representation of a idea of a bad guy which was when he said the but there's something to the effect of there are always casualties right something like, like that that's i was just so tired no. i'm like no it's not that's not an interesting bad guy at this point someone who just thinks that there's always you know for a greater cause that there's yeah. going to be i'm like i'm not interested in that conflict in this situation anymore if at all did he die? Did we see him die? Didn't he just he run got away? Shot, he got and then shot. He ran and away. Ran away. Oh yeah, so we can hope for the cure too. Oh, Maybe God. that's why. That um. annoyed me. So that whole really to me the third act just fucking falls apart. Mm-hmm. It falls apart with character logic. People are doing the stupidest things. Ellen Page, there's a zombie running down the street, right? Zombies haven't gotten out in in however many years, right? She Looks outside. There's a zombie running towards her down the street. She runs into her house, leaves the front door open, gets an axe, runs outside into the street, and axes the zombie in the neck. What? I don't. I'm not sure. I mean, didn't she have that to go makes save her son? Fucking no sense. Yeah. Well, okay. So if that's the reason she did that. The very next thing that happens is the UN throws her in a truck and she's like, oh, fuck, I guess I can't get no, my son. No, she was struggling to get out. For like a second. No, the whole time they, mm. I don't know. I didn't buy it. I felt, it, felt, it felt trite to me. It felt like 
we're you know we're gonna show her have this cool moment, but then we're gonna get her to, in the right. van so that she can tell the main character sent in to go I, get her son. I disagree it just that it like shitty. I, I disagree that it was an intended cool moment. I just think it was just a nothing. I don't think it was not. I don't think it wasn't believable. I don't think it was necessarily believable. It was just sort of just blah. It wasn't much of anything. Like I guess I don't know. It just felt just didn't ring true to me that that's what you would do since we're talking about like the third act which i guess maybe if you're saying that's kind of when they let the zombies out but i guess was also starting more from when um connor uh when when he betrays connor yes that's totally the end of the second act. so the i thought you know once i as soon as i realized oh his plan is just to let them all out because it was sort of like set up yeah. like they're all trapped in their yeah, little yeah. and their little um their little Cages. cage dorms <laughs> right. um it's a prison. Yeah. <laughs> I th- I thought, okay, I sat through this whole movie. At least I'm going to like this good old fashioned That's zombie attack thing where they're just all loose and it's mayhem. And, and it just was somehow so unsatisfying. It was surprisingly unsatisfying. It was like, okay, we literally have seen this all before. Right. And there's nothing, there was no like redeeming action to it except for maybe i mentioned the kid in peril moments but even then it was which lasted i was looking for things nice 10 seconds yeah Um, i had a problem with that moment mm -hmm. in fact it's sort of like you you know senin goes he goes he gets a kid he grabs a kid and then he's like running away from everybody with the kid cool great like that's we know you're in trouble, right? Like that's a, that's a sort of because he nobody's gonna go no no zombie is gonna get Senin, right? Like because he's got this immunity to them, mm-hmm. but he's holding a juicy live food Irish meat, boy meat bag yes. that the zombies want. So that that poses to me a really interesting problem, right? If you're holding the thing that they're trying to eat. You're not necessarily in danger, but how do you protect that kid? Mm-hmm. And then Connor shows up and he just like puts the kid down. He's like, run away. And then he deals with Connor, but kind of half-assedly because he doesn't kill him. He lets him run. It's like this weird. And he's standing over Connor's body for like 30 seconds while Killian, the kid, is is getting chased by two other fucking zombies. Mm-hmm. I'm like, just do like choose one. Kill Connor and be done with that or fucking go save the kid. And he kind of half-assed both of them. And then the conceit ultimately when the kid gets bitten is that it's cool though because there's a cure. I think you're giving them too much credit as far as like applying. Logic? Yes. (laughs) I want logic to exist though. It drives me nuts when it's that. I think it had its own weird inner non-logic. I don't know. It... I. (laughs) These these like complaints of yours, like I can't necessarily agree with. Some, Does it, this it, fall it, sort of under cobweb continuity yeah, style complaint? It just, yeah, it just didn't mm. feel it didn't feel incorrect to the rest of it. I mean, all that stuff. I was just kind of like, okay, I don't know. It felt par for the course. But but look, when you like in a in a in a fun horror movie, which when, this was not fun. Yeah. No, when you have the moment. See, I love the moment. As an audience member where you're like, no, don't do that. You're going to fucking get killed or like whatever. You know, it's the scream moment. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be right back. It's like, oh, fuck. He's going to die. So I love those moments. This eschews those mm-hmm. in in a way that that falls neither on a side of logic, which I would be like pleased with 
or on the side of this sort of trope that's fun that we go to horror films to sort of participate in. It's middling to me and it doesn't fucking work. I agree with that. It was a middling okay. in between. I'm so glad we agree. <laughs> really, it's important to me. Can we agree that your tea smells great? Yes, it actually does smell really good. It's really nice in this very small room. <laughs> so I have a couple more things that are <laughs> essentially. I'm trying to I'm trying to butter you up a little bit before I say essentially this exact same complaint for different moments. Okay. Um, let me look. Where were they? Uh, right. She leaves the hardest one. Oh, um, <laughs> so there's the moment where Ellen Page, I'm sorry. I don't remember her name. Abby. Abby. She, I can't like, she's Ellen Page. Abby. Does that, does that, do you feel that way about her? I mean, I had been referring to her as Ellen Page just cause she's the one. No, what I mean, actor, yeah. what I mean is, does Ellen Page ever not feel like Ellen Page when no, you see her in a movie? Ellen Page. I like her though. I love her. But I never th- I'm never not aware that it is distinctly Ellen Page. Yeah, you like a Michael Sarah or someone. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> <Which> you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, there you go. So it's about Michael Sarah and Ellen Page. Right. So there's this moment with her where she she gets a gun, right? Uh, she's running down the street. Oh, yeah. And she the thing, takes and the gun from, like, the d- guy who was just killed. Yeah, so she takes a gun from a soldier who's laying on the ground dead but bitten. So pr- we know he's going to come back to life, right? Mm-hmm. Or whatever. I didn't. I, wasn't, I had no idea what the rules were, if they were going to come That's right true. back they or not. They weren't great about the rules. But except for the rule that when Connor breathes on you, you do his bidding. Did you notice that rule? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It, like, is sort of introduced in, like, the middle, late second act, and suddenly you're like, oh, I guess I guess that's a thing, because now it's happening more. Anyway, so Ellen Page grabs a gun, because there's a zombie running down the street, she grabs a gun, she turns a gun, she shoots it twice, she, she kills him on the second shot, which is kind of, a, I guess, a, a nice change of pace, because usually it's the third, right? It's like, bang, oh, shit, it didn't yeah. work, bang, shit, it's really not, not going to work, bang, it worked, or maybe four. But whatever it is, they... Definitely didn't do that. Again, felt kind of middling. It was the second one. Yeah, on this one, they did the second shot. Whatever, that was just how she shot. (laughs) I think you're looking at two in relation to... I'm getting too critical. You're looking at two in relation to, I don't know, what... What feels good? (laughs) No, because that felt fine to me. I remember that moment. Okay, well, let me ask you this. did, Did the fact that she's in a world now where zombies are freely running around killing people. And when the soldier who is incapacitated, like can't get up, grabs her by the leg, she steps away. She gets her leg free. She steps away. And then she stands over him and shoots him in the head. What were you asking? Why would you do that? Why would you waste oh, a bullet? Yeah, if you mean if he can He be can't cured. fucking get you. Oh, because he's just... He's just laying there on the ground. He's not getting up, like, whatever. It seems like he... Was it established that he can't get up? No, but he didn't. I she guess, could have yeah. just fucking was, run away. It was supposed to be the moment of, like, maybe it was, and this was the thing I wasn't even sure. I was trying to read into it as, like, okay, if this if this guy who just turned into a zombie, into an infected, uh, can be cured, 
does she does she spare him in that moment? I think that's what they were kind of going for. That they were showing that she is of the like mind when she almost that shot, you need to kill. When she almost shot the kid. Well, that's what I think this was a setup for. Yeah, that they were trying to say she's she is of the mind that she needs to kill infected. Right. Oh yeah. So the, that's what that was. That for. didn't seem true to her character. No, I agree. What was there? Yeah. I want to mention at the end, assuming, hoping you didn't watch this and you're just listening that, uh, <laughs> the kid gets infected at the end and she right. holds a gun to his stomach and almost shoots him. Right. Doesn't. Yeah. So here's my thought. Let's. So they chose to go with this notion of let's just show that she's capable of shooting somebody who's who's just turned. That's essentially what they did as a setup to show that when the kid gets killed, that she's capable of killing him, even though it's like horrible like moment for her to make that decision. It's to, it's Sophie's choice, right? So not at all, but you get it. So let let me just give you a different version of that. Let's say she did that. She killed the guy, right? And we go, oh, okay, so she's capable of killing him. Fine. But she's also shot the gun multiple times, let's say, leading up to that moment. And and she chooses in that moment to shoot that guy. She uses an, an, an unnecessary bullet on him. When she gets to the moment with the kid where she's contemplating shooting him, she fucking actually pulls the trigger, but she's out of bullets. Wait, did she? Oh, no, you're suggesting that. No, I'm that. suggesting yeah, that yeah, yeah, as yeah. an alternative, that she actually pulls the trigger in that moment and is and it just clicks because she used all her bullets, protect, like saving herself, and then the final bullet she used unnecessarily on a, a, an infected guy. She could have just walked away from mm-hmm. that dude, but she chose to shoot him. I think the impact of that moment of the kid turning whatever would have been much more dramatic and know, worthwhile. I was when I went, if I couldn't buy her almost killing the kid, <laughs> then I couldn't buy her trying to kill the kid. I think That's, that would just be but, even worse. But then, but then the suggestion of her contemplating in the moment, I just don't understand why she would do it at all. If there's a cure. Because she doesn't be- well, because that's supposed to be some sort that was of new thing information. Because in mo- or was that because the point of the movie was that, or one of the things in it that was like, if you're infected, they it was like what the military guy was saying to her. Once you once you're oh, yeah, even yeah. when you're cured, sure, you're never totally cured. They 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 I, are. I think there's subtext. Clicky. I think there's there's um, attempted subtext in here thematically that we don't have a connection to it was never actualized like maybe this is what protestant christians in northern ireland felt like Mm -hmm. acutely you know in the 80s or 70s 80s whatever i don't know but i wonder that maybe that's that it's it makes more sense to somebody who knows what the fuck the relation is yeah it didn't make sense to me. It also doesn't make sense that then they what that that the whole final sequence where he's off wandering around in the middle of nowhere with the kid who's still infected, but there is a cure. Why? Like, right? I, don't, I didn't get that what either. Is the ending mean? It doesn't like if there's a cure and he can get the cure for the kid. Why didn't he get the cure? Why is he wandering around? I'm in the fine grass? with endings not meaning any i mean meaning sure, something you can put but, into words but like but i just yeah you're right i didn't even know what it didn't make me feel anything yeah it was just like and if right. there's not an answer let there not be an answer 
Don't mm-hmm. give me an answer and then take the answer away. I was just happy it was the ending. <laughs> oh, sorry, the cure. I, I want to try to be more productive in, in like really picking apart what didn't work about it. Yeah. But I, no, I, I didn't know, do I my know. proper. I didn't do my proper thinking. It might, it might be taking me more time. I think you can make this movie better. Mm-hmm. Like, I well, think you could. The, you the could take, if you, if, what happens if zombies so whatever the, with the memories. Yeah, like, whatever the case was, whether that they didn't write an, an extra draft, or they didn't dive more, or they focused on things that we're not getting. I wonder I if they just got Ellen Page attached, and well, then she produced like, it. Yeah, meaning, you know, so, yeah. yeah. And then we're just like, okay, we're making this because we can, because Ellen Page is yeah. in it. Let's move on to, to things of note because I, I yeah I'd I love to we, move on. We belabored that we didn't think this word. Things of note. Yeah. Things of note. <laughs> this should be interesting. My roommate's back. That is that noteworthy. That's that's. that's... <laughs> Uh, I like more that. Noteworthy that was noteworthy. We it was Tim's first time at the New Art Theater. Yeah, in Los Angeles. For yeah. the other, um, I saw I saw both Troll Two there and <laughs> the documentary on Troll Two, in which wow. you see me standing in line. Uh, oh wow! <laughs> at that theater, and the theater That's was amazing. essentially empty. Yeah, if you're trying to figure out what Ryan McDuffie looks like. Go watch that documentary. <laughs> um, Don't type his name into Google. No. Don't look him up on his website. <laughs> so for any of you LA folk, yeah, the new art is a, it's where they've, I'm pretty sure since it came out where they've played the Rocky Horror Picture Show and midnight screening for every Saturday yeah. since it's came out. So it's cool. For Have that. you gone to that? No. Me neither. Maybe well, we that should. That counts as a horror film. Yeah, we absolutely. should go and record it. It literally has the word horror in the title. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, how about this movie? I really didn't have much. I didn't have much. Uh, we no- we noted that in the um, credits, it's quite a small um, production crew. And I mean, like, on the like actual film crew. Real, like, very few people. Lots of By a certain extra. standard, yes, but I didn't think it was small. I think of small as, like... I guess what I'm saying people. is it felt v- barely bigger... On actual, no, was, I mean, on actual filming days, then a lot of projects that yeah. I've worked on. It was a low and budget film. I have film. not worked on any feature films. But as I pointed well, out, was true, where but... um, they uh, there was a lot of extras in it. Yeah, there's a huge list of extras actually at the end. Yeah, so which... I think they got probably they were just like um, it's as I say, it's easier to get as people needed. to come for free or cheap if it's <laughs> yeah, one day. Totally, they're like, hey. Come stand there, and we'll definitely put your name in the credits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got your name in the credits, and they right. did. Because, like, do they usually put extras' names in the credits? No. Hell no. Uh-uh. No way. So that's cool. Yeah. Um, the other thing, one other thing, we um, we were the only people in that theater. No, there were some people behind us. <gasps> what? I started saying that. You didn't hear me. I said we were in a near-empty theater. <sighs> you didn't hear them cough at the beginning? No. Um, I was. You were so engrossed. I was listening real hard for the cricket. That's the last noteworthy thing that we alluded to at the beginning. If you caught it, we said the word cricket, but there was a cricket in the theater. Yeah. And I went at the beginning before Just the movie chirp, to see if I could find away. it, and I could not. Somewhere in the curtains. But it stopped. I think it got bored and fell asleep. Yeah, and it was. 
It's like this fucking movie again. God, it's picking. It's so it's so <laughs> dumb. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> I think sometimes you need to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we're gonna we're gonna say that's what's happening. We just need to let it let off some, some right steam. If only on Patrick Wilson was in it. Oh, we discovered who my Patrick Wilson is. Is that a thing of note? I guess, yeah, who was it? Uh, uh, ju- uh, uh, what's her name? Oh, Sarah Jesus. Michelle Sarah, Geller? Yeah, Sarah Michelle Geller is my You just don't buy person. her? Yeah. That's too bad. Sorry, Buffy fans, I guess. You may have just um, turned All off of our of listeners. listeners. Well, Bye, I, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I, I one other thing. This is... Th- so maybe we are being harsh, but this is David Frame, the director. This is his first feature. Mm-hmm. He's done a handful of shorts. So I don't think that's an excuse, but it's of note. Yeah. You know? I thought it was competent as far yeah. as just like how it was shot. Yeah. And just feeling, you know, vis- as I said this word a couple times today, visceral. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I have a question. Yes. Remember the scene? <laughs> We're going to do that bit. Remember the scene where, <laughs> where uh, Senan comes into the prison and there are two guards like kind of s- sort of messing with a prisoner? Yeah. That's a, like a semi-young girl. Right. But like... They're not raping her. I thought at first it was like, oh, they're they're definitely the, raping. That's her. what but I then, thought. I thought they were like. But then you saw both of them but, had their pants fully up. Yeah, and they're and and but but the but the prisoner or whatever the infected is not tied up in any way. Yeah, and then they get into a scuffle, and then the prisoner gets out. It's what I was think, that scene? I don't fucking know, but I think it sort of speaks to the larger picture. It's like, oh, we need a scene right now. Yeah, I couldn't tell you what that was happening. That doesn't do anything? It sh- Here's what it does. It shows that Senin cares. But you, but like But you they could have been helping her for all we know. You could have done a million things to show that that actually meant something in relation to the yeah. story and this just didn't. Oh shit, we're back in things that didn't work. <laughs> Fuck. Sorry. All right, anything else noteworthy cuz I didn't nah. Okay, let's move on. Let's do it. Uh, what's next? <laughs> anything you can recommend dead to our listeners? Uh, well, not I, really. I've been busy. I just haven't had time. I've been watching too much. Or what have I been? I mean, okay. Well, I have. Okay. Well, this well this can lead into uh, when we say what we're going to be doing next okay, cool. week, but. I feel like I may have already said this before just because I'm telling everybody about it. But I don't think I have. My my recent all-time favorite films is a Japanese film called Love Exposure. I don't know this. And it's uh, it's four hours long by the director Sion Sono. I don't know if that's the right pronunciation, but he's a prolific Japanese filmmaker. And uh, as far as I know, I've seen a couple of other of his films, but this one stands head and shoulders above them and it's my favorite uh epic love story but at the same time it's this very it's very cross genre i guess it's a comedy but it does hit hard for me at least as um as a romance in the end it's got some it's very it's very gory it's perverted really um but very very endearing characters 
and it doesn't quite it doesn't take place in our reality but all the characters i'm still very much endeared to Hmm. it's called love exposure i think it's 2007 or 8 it came out it's four hours long yeah god i think three hours 50 that's a long and when i watched it i just rewatched it um last a, a week ago today in one sitting and yet this was the closest I had gotten to watching it all the way through. We only stopped it once for wow. a bathroom break. But otherwise, yeah, I've had to stop. I, when I first saw it in theaters, they stopped it once. And then there were a couple times the DVD was messing up at the beginning or the Blu-ray. And then when I watched it on my own, I think I had to get up once or twice for the bathroom. I'd love to watch it all in one sitting someday. That sounds hard. It's not the it's it's what it's. Oh, probably, you had mentioned this before, right? I that said it has a really amazing pacing. Yeah, it's just one of the most like yeah. quickly paced films where it's just there is no natural like rest moment in it. When That's you cool. go like, all right, here's here's where we pause because we're moving into this section of the film. Nice. Um, all right. And for next week's movie, why I say, oh yeah, that segues into it is uh, I'm going I'm going on a trip to Japan in like six weeks. And I was trying to immerse myself in the language more, uh, just as far as trying to learn learn the basics of it, and you know, pick up on things, whatever yeah. you get from that. So I said to Tim, "You down to watch uh, some J horror between now and then?" I'm down. And yeah, I'm not real um, like I I haven't gone down that path very so much. I've so recently I'm watched it. Pulse was one I watched recently. I've heard of all of these, um, but I just. And then so there yeah. the the classics like the big ones Ringu and Juan. Right. Um it's been I think since the Ring came out in 2001 when I saw those. I'm pretty sure I saw Juan once in theaters at our local theater the Rafael in San Rafael, but I don't mm-hmm. remember it. And that's sort of like my my uh, what what I constitute for if we're still allowed to do review on it like we reviewed Willard which I had seen in high school. But I think where it's like we're allowed to do it if I really don't remember. If I don't know how I would feel about it now. If I'm so distanced from it, I like really forget it, essentially. Yeah. Then it's fair game for our review show. Yeah, And I sure. say Juwan is that. And I know it's a big common <laughs> one, but but Tim hasn't seen it. I haven't seen yeah. it forever, and I want to see it again. So next week, tune in for the original grudge, Juwan. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to that next week. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Right. I'm excited because it's 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 a genre I obviously know about, but for some reason kind of have resisted jumping into. It's interesting. I mean, I guess it's a subgenre for us, you know, just yeah, where something's made, but it is just horror, also, right? It's not. you know what it is. This is so lame, but this it it is kind of just I don't feel like dealing with subtitles all the time. It's so lame because I've seen so many good I think that's movies good. that are subtitled. And once yeah. you get into it, you're fine. I but like the initial to, yeah. impulse, I'm like, oh, do I really want to see I've noticed that with you. I'm, I'm glad to sort of um, work against your impulse of like <laughs> somehow not being able to pay attention for a moment. It's such bullshit. If a movie is good and successful yeah. and working, then then frames are there for a reason. And the filmmaker put them there for a reason. And to turn away at all, you you miss something. Yeah. I just go watch, um, like, I don't know, some <laughs> shit-ass movie. So like, to, for, to watch something where you're Netflix. forced to always be looking at the screen. 
Here we go. That's true. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Um, so we're dismembering horror. And That's us. Where can where can people find you? Can find horror? us at dismemberinghorror at gmail dot com. You can find us on Twitter at dishorrorpod. Um, I'm at Tim Aslin. I'm at Ryan McDuffie. M C D U F F I E on Twitter. I don't use it that much. But I have a portfolio site, ryanmcduffie.com. And I think we're going to buy, this is again, we're backlogging these episodes, but we got to buy the, our URL for dismemberinghorror.com. Which, yeah. uh, just check us out there and then you'll get linked to all this. Right. We should do like a Patreon. We should do all of the things. Let's not get ahead of ourselves, Tim. <laughs> Let's just keep meeting up every week and watching horror movies and having oh, fun talks about it. But we got to get a website to do the and RSS love it. to make it a podcast. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. I was hoping, you know, I looked at the clock earlier. I thought we could make this like a half hour one just because it was overtime. <laughs> I thought the this. same thing. And thanks I, for sticking with us. I this was whole trying hour. to pad. I was like, we got to pad no, this right I, out, man. I hate padding. I'm <laughs> squashing your padding. Ooh, I'm glad it feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Done squashing padding. Good night, everyone. Good night. Or good, day, or good morning. Thank you for listening. Stay, stay scared. <laughs> <laughs>